Said pop, lock, stop and roll. It's the motherfucking time that you all know. It's the black Filipino above the track we know. If you like this, then donate a C note. Uh, on the POD to the C to the AST. Opinionated and highly concentrated, X rated, even better to listen to when you're faded. Chocolympia Lessons Tribe. It is Chocolympia of Chocolympia Lessons. It's episode 111, and we'll get into that in a second. How are you, motherfuckers? If you don't recognize that song, I'm, then obviously you're not a TikToker. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I love the intro to that song. That song is called Daisy, and it's by Ash Nico. Ash Nico. You know, because, duh. But um, yeah, episode 111, episode 111. It, you know what that means if you are not a woo-woo person and you're not into like the numerology sign things, then you don't know that 111 or anytime numbers repeat, usually you can look it up and, and see what that means. But new beginnings is what that means. It's the ability to let go and to move forward towards success. And you know what, motherfuckers? If you haven't been feeling that lately, then I don't know what to tell you. I feel like a lot of people have been feeling that. I, for sure, have been feeling that. And it just so happens that that's today's episode, and I'm stoked. You guys, it's fucking Tuesday, bitch. And Surprise, I didn't know I was going to record this morning. I didn't know last night that I was going to record. This, again, a wild hair up my ass, and I just decided that I was ready to go. Fired the fuck up, you know? Strap in or don't. It's Chocolympia Lessons time. Did I say the intro? I think I did. So, yeah, we just kind of hit the ground running. I hope you guys have been well. It's been a minute, you know? But here we are. So, hi. Um, Currently... I am enjoying a ginger tea that I made from scratch because that's just that's just multifaceted chocolumpianess, you know? Um, I had all of this ginger root and I was looking at it and okay, well first let's start off with this. I've been doing a deep dive on cleansing, whether it's cleansing myself or everything that I have, you know, my household the things that I do for a living, the people who are around me. I've been doing a deep cleanse. If you haven't noticed it, if you don't follow me on all of the social medias, if you don't watch or subscribe to my YouTube channel, you should. It's Chocolumpia Lessons. It's exactly the same. Wow. It's exactly the same name as it is here, except you get to see me in the shenanigans. But um, 
I've been doing deep cleanses, deep dives on cleanses. And my favorite thing in the world is throwing shit away. And not like just recklessly throwing things away or being wasteful. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting rid of things that no longer serve me. And I don't mean getting rid of people. That's not what I'm talking about either. I mean, once something that I have no longer works for me or doesn't serve the purpose that it needs to anymore, I either give it to someone who might want it or I sell it or I throw it away, you know, because you always got to either donate or give it to someone or sell it to make profit, of course, because, you know, make that bag or just throw it away if it really isn't going to help anybody. So my favorite thing is to do that. And it's been a little bit of time since I've felt like I could throw things away. I was holding on to things in case I needed it type of thing. And then I got to the point yesterday where I was like, fuck it, I'm throwing it away. I'm throwing all the, if I haven't used it in a year, it's going, you know? The only place where I'm very careful with that is with clothes because I do invest money in clothes and I... I, do, I am one of those rare people. I don't know if, if anybody listening to this can relate to this, but I will buy something knowing what I will use it for. And then when that event happens, even if it's two years later, I'll have it. And then I'll be like, wow, that feels really cool to be able to shop in my own closet, you know? I'm fortunate in that I've been able to, when I had, you know, extra money, be able to purchase those things for myself and just hold on to them. But... Um, most of the time, if I've held on to something clothing-wise for over a year, I do use it. And I know that there are people who, you know, will buy stuff that they don't need and then they just have all this stuff and there's no intention of actually using it or wearing it. And I'm not that. But if you happen to be like me and you do know that you're going to use it at least for something eventually, like I've been experiencing that in the last few months where I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot that I bought this, but I knew that I would need it for something and here we are. I'm using it, you know, so a pat on the back for me because you have to give yourself little pats on the back because it's like sometimes other people aren't going to give you that pat on the back and you shouldn't really be expecting them to because you should be proud of your damn self for doing what the fuck you need to do for yourself. You know what I mean? Chalk Olympia lesson. Okay, so you guys, I hope you have been well. I hope that this last full moon that happened and the new moon that's now in Aquarius, it's Leo season also. There's a lot going on. We got 111 today for the podcast episode that surprise is happening today on a day when I don't usually record and I didn't even know that I was going to record. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a lot of energetic things happening, whether you're woo-woo or not. If you don't have crystals, if you don't meditate, if you don't visualize or have vision boards or manifest things, I'm sure you've felt just energetically there is almost like a universal cleansing that's happening. A lot of people are changing career paths. They're quitting jobs and finding new ones. They're replacing things where people didn't see their value and moving into places where people are seeing their value. And I am all for that. If there's anything that I want to share on my platforms, whether it's my podcast, my YouTube channel, my Instagram, my Instagram, even my TikTok that's silly as fuck, I want that to be it. Like people understanding their value and celebrating themselves, not in a cocky way, but in a way that celebrates yourself 
having self-esteem, embracing that because you are beautiful, you are smart, right? Okay, before we get too far off traffic, yeah, off traffic, <laughs> before we get too far off traffic, um, wow, yeah, okay, so the ginger tea, let me go back to that thought, wow, holy moly, also, I do have to say that, um, well, I did have coffee this morning, but I didn't have coffee for the last few days because I just wanted to take myself off of it because I'd been cranking out the coffee like crazy before just to keep up with my new work schedule and all of that. But this ginger tea, I had all of this ginger root and I was looking at it and I was like, I have to use it or I have to throw it away, okay? And so then, you know, there's the whole cleansing of things. But so I just, I here's the recipe, you guys, in case you're wondering. If you're not, I'm going to tell you anyway. You're going to take off the skin of the root, right? Just carefully cut it off rinse it, rinse it first, do that, and then rinse it again. And then you're going to bring a lot of water to a boil, like however much you have for a container that is heat treated that can hold, you know, I'm not pouring this into straight from the heat, but you know, just in case, just to be careful. So make sure it's something that can hold some warmth. So you're going to bring your water to a boil. And then once it's boiling, you just, I, you know, I let it boil for a while. And I don't do it to where the, the water starts to, to evaporate because, you know, then you're overboiling it. But um, then I will let it simmer, eventually turn it off. And then I add cinnamon to the pot and then I add turmeric to the pot as well. Turmeric is great for inflammation. It's just there's so many benefits to it. Um, you can use it topically, but just be careful because it does stain. And, um, you know, if you're using like a white cup, which is... I have white coffee cups uh, or tea cups. They, it, it could potentially stain if you, you know, just leave it in there. So then I put it into my heat treated pitcher thing and I let it get cool. And then it's a cool ginger tea or I can warm it up again if I want to make a hot ginger tea. It's ginger with turmeric and cinnamon and it's bomb. Oh, I also add agave to it. So uh, not too much because you don't want it to be crazy sweet. But oh, my Lord, it's so good. It's so good and it's good for your stomach. Oh, it's just amazing. Okay, so um, there you go. We're cooking. We're cooking now on Chocolumpia Lessons, the podcast. We cook on the YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, you should go and subscribe. It's fun over there. I have more fun over there than I do on Instagram now because people are actually uh, interactive, I guess, you know, and not in a stupid way, like how on Instagram I have to turn off my ability to have people comment on Instagram stories because people just say stupid shit back sometimes. It's fun when, when you interact and you interact with fun stuff, but it's not fun when you interact with like pervy or weird shit back, you know, so I got to cut it off at the pass because it's about boundaries, you know, that's what we talk about here on Chocolumpia Lessons, we talk about boundaries, we talk about recipes, we talk about cleanses, right? So yeah, new beginnings, the ability to let go and move forward, and that is a very important, it's important note because I have to tell you, while I was doing all of the cleansing, right, I was very proud of myself. Let me share with you because maybe this will inspire you if you have been putting it off because I for sure had been putting off. Um, I've been in this process of changing out all of my hangers. Now this sounds very just 
unnecessary and tedious, right, for some people. But when you're like me and you um, have OCD and you want to organize everything and then it gets to a point where you have to put it on pause, it can be debilitating and um, stressful and just kind of adds up. So I've been in the process of swapping out all of my hangers for one style. One style of black pant hanger or skirt hanger and then one style of black shirt, sweater, tank top, sweatshirts type of hanger, jackets, yeah? Because the, uh, just, the, it just, I wanted them to all match. I, I don't, I can't, I can't explain why, you know, it just makes me feel better. <laughs> That's just how I can describe it. And so that was something that I've been working on for a while. I did a story a long time ago or a reel about organizing my closet and I've still been working on it since then, you know? And then you start to order a certain kind and then that is discontinued and they don't make that style anymore. So it's like, oh my God. So, and these are all, you know, very first world issues. I understand this, okay? I understand. But I'm very fortunate to, you know, have this be something that I that I am thinking about or focused on or worried about. So I was cleaning out all of my closets. I was cleaning, I was organizing the shoes. I was throwing away all of the just random papers that I didn't need anymore. Cause again, I'll hold on to a certain paper in case I need to get back to that message or respond to that person or what have you, right? Um, But getting rid of any tchotchke that I wasn't If it didn't have a place, I didn't want to keep it and just organizing everything. And it felt really good. It feels really good. Like I'm no Marie Kondo. Is that her name? The chick that everybody was like, oh my God, have you seen? No, I haven't seen it. You know, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch someone organize with things that I don't have. Like I want to, I want to organize the way I need to organize and um, if I watch an organizing show, I'm going to want to buy more organizing things that I don't need. I have enough, like also from being a teacher, like I have so much organizational shit, it's ridiculous. Like why do I have so many fucking paper clips? I don't know. Why do I have 10 different post-it stacks. I don't know. Why do I have so many different colors of note cards and folders and you know what I mean? So no, I don't need to watch another organization show. I just need to actually do it and organize. So it felt really nice to do that and to have like this space again where it felt clear and new and refreshed and organized. And um, I don't know why I decided before going to bed that it would be a good idea to look at an old journal from 2016 and just just see how that left off, you know? <laughs> and it's very sweet, honestly, it's very sweet because I was, this particular journal was specifically a gratefulness journal. So everything that I was writing in it, at least one thing per day was something I was grateful for, right? And it's really nice to do that and to remind yourself of that because I think we forget sometimes. Like sometimes I'll get myself riled up thinking about whatever, stupid shit that happened at work or someone dumb on the freeway and then I'll have to just sit. And even if I sound like, uh, 
what's the green one from the Powder Puff Girls? I can't think of her name, but she's she is me. Um, Buttercup is is Buttercup the green one? I don't remember. I should know this, but anyways, that yeah. And, and I'm it might be like where I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful that I have a car, you know, and even though it's said like that, it's true. Like, I'm thankful that I have a car. I'm thankful that I'm able to drive myself around, even though I have to be on this freeway with a bunch of fucking idiots. I'm thankful that I have insurance for my car. I'm thankful that I'm able to get from here to there without asking someone for a ride. You know what I mean? These are things I'm grateful for. So even though I might have the energy of Bill Burr when I'm thinking of it, it is still me being thankful for it, you know? So, um, it's good to do a gratitude journal and it's been a minute since I've actually taken the time to write those things down each night. Um, but I do think about them during my meditations and manifestations myself. I just, I hate my handwriting and, and, and then when I have to focus on my handwriting, then I get irritated with that. And so then I just don't want, you know, that's why I stopped journaling because I don't want to like, who's going to, one, when I, when I die, I don't necessarily want people reading my journal stuff, which I guess could also be like this podcast, but I'm also sharing this in real time. And, you know, it is what it is. I'm not sharing my deep, deepest, darkest thoughts on here. It's very, <laughs> it's very uh, cryptic. It's not, you know, specific necessarily but in a journal yeah you know what I mean and but even still like who's gonna be able to read the shit that I write (laughs) they're gonna be like what the fuck is that word what does that word say because I can barely read it back after I write it anyways my point is there was one particular entry it was the last entry in that particular journal and I don't think it meant to be the last one because you know um but it just it it hit me real hard in the heartstrings and it was really sweet but it was also very sad and then I fucking it just came you know I just started crying and I was like oh no 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 we're going to bed right now you know like I'm trying to go to bed and be good about sleep and take care of my body and brain and the health of my REM and all that whatever and yeah I cried it was a good heavy cry for like an hour and a half, two hours, to where I woke up with puffy eyes today. So that was really cool. But, you know, you just kind of go with it and you feel, because for some reason that that had to come out at some point, right? And I'm glad it did when I wasn't at work <laughs> trying to function with a bunch of assholes, you know what I mean? I could rather do it in the privacy of my own home and not expose innocent bystanders to that shit um not that it's shit you know what I mean because it's all like feelings are good and you're supposed to have them and process them and all of that but I'm just saying that uh it was unintended like I didn't know that that needed to come out not that I don't cry I have cried and expressed my emotions and feelings it's just that particular folder needed to be released and last night was the night and I was kind of surprised but also um but also it kind of makes sense and so yeah this morning um (laughs) my eyes were puffy so that was real cute 
but then I got an email from someone who I'm going to keep it real vague I kept it real kind of vague on my Instagram stories when I shared it but um, this person who I have not spoken to for years and um, someone from the past who was never really necessarily nice to me Um, we kind of worked together in a certain situation and um, her friends and I have worked together in certain situations and I feel like I know them better than I actually know her but um, we were connected at one point on Facebook before I disappeared from Facebook and blocked all of the people that I did before I did disappear in the event that if I do ever return to Facebook which I doubt um, I won't have to be connected to them in the future but uh, yeah there was an email asking me about a, a certain thing that I'm involved with and that if she could if if she could be a part of it and if I could call her uh, to chat with her about it <laughs> and I read that whilst on the toilet literally you know thinking what what the shit and and I'm laughing because to me that sounds like two favors you know and first of all um, I don't like being asked for favors like I I rarely ask people for favors rarely because I'll handle it myself and and that's just how I grew up and maybe that's not you know the most healthy But in the experiences that I've had, my Chalk Olympia laughs experiences, when I have asked for help in the past, it was usually met with some sort of, ugh, or why can't you figure this out yourself type of thing, you know? And so I did. (laughs) So I figured it out for myself. I figured it out for myself so much that I don't have to ask for help most of the time every once in a while I do have to ask for help and I usually you know the people who are close to me my my writer dies my familia who I have made um, those are the people that I'm able to ask for help from and there's not a lot of you but those of you who are those people know Um, and so yeah but so, you know, and I'm the kind of person where if I offer help, I'm genuinely offering help, you know, because I like helping people. I, I don't come from that mindset where people are like, oh, why don't you just figure it out, you know, because that's where, that's what I had to deal with. But I do not like being asked favors from people who I have not spoken to in many years and people who were not nice to me from the past okay because that doesn't make any kind of sense and if you are at all able to read a fucking room I feel like you would kind of know that like you would know better you know what I mean do you know what I mean um there is a scene in this movie called Go and I think it's from the 90s if you aren't aware of this movie you really do need to watch it it's from when um Oh, it's from when Katie Holmes was cool. Okay, so pre, uh, what's his name? Why can't, why can't I think of his fucking name? Pre-weird short guy from Schmeyenschmology. 
I'm totally spacing on his name. I'm also kind of blocking it out because I really don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, before she married him, uh, she made a few cool movies. And Go is one of them. And it's about this group of kids that are going to a Christmas rave. And it's, it's like three different stories wrapped in one. And it's pretty hilarious. Oh, t- uh, Tay Diggs is in it. Beautiful man. Um, who else? The dude from Party of Five is in it, and his his storyline is really funny. They're all really funny. Anyways, this is um, one of the girls, one of the main characters. She's talking to a drug dealer, and she's asking him for a favor, and then he tells her what he thinks of favors, which is exactly how I feel about favors. So I'm going to share that with you here. know we were such good friends, Rona. Because if we were, you would know I give head before I give favors, and I even give my best friend's head, so the chance of you're getting a favor right now is pretty fucking slim. Okay, sorry that the audio on that was so loud with feedback, but that is from Go, and she basically is asking him for a favor, and he says that he didn't realize that they were such good friends, and, you know, he... If if she had known him better, she would know that he basically doesn't give favors. But he does, he says it in a, in a funny way. If you couldn't hear it, then go fucking watch the movie. Go, and um, and laugh your ass off. It's hilarious. But anyhow, this person like <laughs> a few years ago when I was you know first starting off with one of my affiliate. Uh, programs you know was reaching out to people and um and just being like hey you know if if you're interested let me know and she I just remember her response being very dismissive and like almost laughing and so I never forgot that I was like wow okay that you know that just seemed very like mean girl vibes so I never forgot that right and not in a way of like I'm taking notes or I'm taking score or keeping score or whatever. I hate when people say that shit. But it's like when someone treats you a certain way, you have to just make note of it and realize that that's how they're going to be, right? So now cut to years later, her asking me for this favor and me being like, um, what? Why would I do that? Why would I do a favor for you when you were a rude cunt to me, you know? And some people would be like, oh, you do it out of the goodness of your heart. The goodness of my heart is not chewing you the fuck out. That's the goodness of my heart. So I will ignore your message and I will block you because why the fuck is your weird ass, no profile picture, anonymous name, three follower having, zero posts account on Instagram, fucking trying to DM me. You don't even follow my account. Like, no, girl. Bye. Like, uh uh-uh. So whatever. That could be petty. I don't give a fuck. For me, it's making a note of how people treat you and then moving forward because, no, we're not – we're not – having that activity or that behavior be 
supported anymore, okay? So I'm, 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 I'm riled up is what I am. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm, but I'm just, I'm trying to get my point across that I see a lot of toxic positivity and I see a lot of um, like weird manipulation that happens in social media where it's, people will just post something that says, you know, you have to be aware of your thoughts. Yes, this is true. You do have to be aware of your thoughts. But here's the thing. So last night when I started bawling about the gratitude journal, I had to experience that, right? For my mental health, I had to process that. I had to process all the thoughts that came with that. I had to read it. Well, I didn't have to, but I did. And then that's what happened after. Those feelings are what happened after. That was the expression that happened after. And then instantly I'm thinking, oh my God, I don't want to focus on this because then that means that I'm going to just keep bringing that into my life. But you have to process shit and not all of it's going to feel good, you know? And so I'm, I'm, what's the point that I'm trying to explain here? And I feel like I say it all the time on this podcast where it's not always going to be butterflies and fucking rainbows you know going to therapy is not always going to feel great actually most of the time it's going to feel kind of shitty because you're going through all of those you're trying to find the root of everything and there's going to be days where you leave and you feel inspired yeah you feel good you feel like yes I'm doing something positive for myself this is making me a better person this is what I call soul credit I'm getting soul credit Meaning nobody's keeping score of shit, you know? There's no fucking end at the end of the race you get handed a fucking gold medal for, you know, returning an email that you didn't want to return. You get life credit for working on yourself and trying to be a better human being that, so that you can exist in the world and help other people and hopefully inspire them to be better human beings too and then by default it just kind of like spreads around like rapid fire instead of everybody being a fucking asshole people are becoming more like a good person because you're just like spreading that energy of working on yourself and improving yourself right so that's life credit and I tell my students that like if you don't come to class you know that's on you and it also does affect your attendance but if you you know, if you are doing the work when you're at home, that's your life credit. You're working on yourself still. It's not me giving you a plus for the day, you know, like written down technically, but you worked on yourself and that's life credit for you. Anyways, I digress. This is getting really um, just ambivalent, but my point is, there's going to be days when you leave therapy and you're just a wreck. You're worse. You feel worse than when you went in. But you are really better. But you have to like, you have to move shit around, okay? This next part that I'd use as a description is probably going to be triggering for some people, but I have to use it to, it's the best analogy I can give. Um, I, I had a, an injury a while back. And I think I've talked about it on this podcast before where I had a burn on my foot. The foot that I have the tattoo on is an old burn that's covered with ink now. And um, when I went through the healing process of that, I basically had waited too long. And they had to debreed 
my foot, which means they, you have to take, you have to remove the dead skin. And it's not a fun process. Um, I mean, I'm fortunate that it was just the top of my foot. I can't imagine, you know, when I hear horrible stories about people getting majority of their body burned and how, it, how they have to go through the process of debreeding. Um, so they remove the dead skin and then you have to scrub the skin with this like fucking loofah thing. It's not even really a loofah. It looks like a pumice stone and it fucking hurts like it like you imagine like you're imagining it right now it hurts like a motherfucker and you want to scream at the top of your lungs while you're doing it and sometimes it will re-bleed right because it's raw flesh I'm sorry but this is this is the process and you have to do that so that the skin that grows back grows back in an even way and it's not just um, like too thick in certain spots and that's what therapy feels like and I'm not even joking there's times where you are having to dig deep and go through what that emotional shit was again to figure out how to change it for the future and so yeah there's going to be days when you go and you just feel like you were run over by a truck. And then there's going to be days where you feel inspired and happy and are just grateful that you're even able to do the process, you know? So um, I get really irritated when people talk about how they would never go to therapy or how embarrassing, and it's usually the boomers, you know? And people get mad at me when I talk about boomers, but um, there's, you know, there, I'm not, and again, that's just the category of the name. I'm not talking about every fucking single boomer that I know, right? I don't know all of the boomers, okay? But I can say that there are a lot who um, look down on therapy. And I think that's unfortunate because a lot of the boomers are the ones who fucking need therapy, right? And that's not to say that the Gen X and the Gen Z and the millennials or whatever the fuck that they don't need therapy. They definitely do. Everybody needs therapy, okay? That's what I believe. But um, I do get irritated when, when the boomer grouping talks down about therapy because I think that everybody needs it. And it gets to a point now where I'm just kind of like, if I were to start dating again, the first question would be, are you currently in therapy? <laughs> because I am not trying to deal with another motherfucker who is not in therapy fucking up my shit because I am in therapy trying to figure out my shit and be better. I'm not trying to go backwards, okay? And I've done it before and we're not doing it anymore. And if, that, if that's something that someone listening to this needed to hear, another female or another dude who is going through the same thing, whatever the fuck, like, it's okay to say, yeah, you know, this has been really cute. But um, to move forward, to get to the second interview, I'm going to need you to go to therapy, okay? Okay. Because that's real cute to me is when you're working on your soul laugh credit and you're, um, you know, everybody talks about credit scores being a certain amount, but nobody talks about their fucking life credit score. Like, what the fuck is your life credit score? Because if it's low, motherfucker, I don't need it to be ruining my shit. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, did I get to my point? I think I did. Uh, 
But so because of the stuff that I had been seeing in social media about like, don't, you have to be aware of your thoughts. You have to be aware of your thoughts at every second, you know, and sometimes the thoughts that you're having are processing the things that you need to process to get to where you need to go. And you shouldn't be afraid of thinking those things because you're working on it. It's one thing to just be like, oh, everything sucks all the time. You know, that's, I, I, I believe that when people say, be careful of your thoughts, that that's what they're referring to. But to the people who are not woke, who are just scrolling on social media, they're not going to be aware of that. And then they're going to think, oh my God, I have to be aware of my thoughts all the fucking time. And right now I'm going to therapy and I'm thinking about how I need to work on this and kick, 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 kick. And now I can't think about that because, you know, and I have to just think rainbows and butterflies all the time and be toxic positivity because that's what I'm supposed to be and that's what da 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 you know and it's like that's not how it works obviously don't just think about how things suck all the time because they don't you can always find something that's positive like I said if you need to I believe there's an episode where I do like a 30-day gratitude journal and I talk about it I don't remember what episode it is (laughs) Why would I remember? But you can read the captions on the show notes on all of the episodes and and see. Hopefully I talk about that in the caption. I think I do most of the time. I try to keep some of it vague because I want you to listen to it because, you know. But also, um, even if you haven't heard that one, just for 30 days, write down at least one thing. Even if you have to struggle one day and be like, fuck. What's the one thing? I mean, come on. If you can't, you can't think of one thing every day. Like, even if you wake up and you're like, today, I woke up. You know? <laughs> Write that down. But usually, hopefully, you can think of one to five things each day. And if not, start with one. You know what I mean? Because at least you're coming from the the perspective of gratitude instead of negativity so yeah just be aware it's like it's hard with all the shit on social media to not absorb it and to not have that be what like trips your thinking up it's boundaries again you know if you have to mute certain accounts or unfollow certain accounts I talk about this all the time on this podcast like do what you need to do dude to take care of your mind your mindset Um, yeah, so with that whole thing, that's all I did. I didn't respond to the email I'm referring back to, and I'm not going to. And, uh, and then I blocked because I just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you, why? I don't know. I just, I, I don't know what it is with people like the audacity I think (laughs) I don't know I don't know I don't know because I feel like I feel like it's all common sense and like the small circle of people that I talk to all understand as well and I'm like are we the only ones that understand like what what I don't understand you know and um, I just, like, if, if you haven't talked to me in the last year, I'm good. 
I just want to be clear, in case anyone decided to come out of the woodwork and listen to episode 111, and you're listening to this now, and you're from 100 years ago, and you're like, I wonder what Chocolumpy is doing. Does she need me to chime in? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't need you to chime in. I'm good. Trust, okay? And there are people that I know who would be like, oh, don't say that, you know, no. don't say that. I'm like, look, if I'm, when I die, please do not also show up to my fucking funeral and try to be like, oh, you know, I remember Chocolumpia when we were in, and what was it? No, because I don't, I don't want your stank ass energy around my dead nothing. No, bye. No, I don't want to have to start flickering lights and burning shit so that people go, oh shit, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> From the dead, just like, what the fuck is that person doing here? No, you better get, you better go and get. My God. But yeah, I, I can just hear, like, my mom would be like, oh my God, don't say that. Don't say that. You don't, you don't mean that. Yeah, yeah, I mean it. Don't, okay? I'm good. I, of course, I won't know unless you do come back as a spirit or a ghost or whatever and you can see that shit. Oh, I will knock shit over. I sure the fuck will. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Just don't. You know what I mean? Send me good wishes or whatever the fuck you guys do. The whole like, have a blessed day. Bless her heart. That sarcastic shit that you guys do and you think that you're being... Uh, sincere and you're really being fake and everybody can tell, don't, don't, mm -mm. I don't need it. I don't need it now. I'm not going to need it then. Okay. I'm, and this is me talking. It's, it's July. It is July 27th, 2020, 2021, 2020. Whoa. 2021, Chocolumpia said, you don't need to come. <laughs> Bye. Oh, man. Okay. So in case anybody just decided, oh, oh, Chocolumpia, she got a podcast. Let me listen. Episode 111. She talking about me? No, bitch. Ain't nobody talking about you. Bye. Girl, I am sweating. So the audacity, you know, the fucking audacity. Okay. So speaking of audacity, speaking of audacity, I have two more things. I don't even know if I'm going to get to it. Actually, I got three more things. Will I get to this? Let's see. First, okay, let's rewind for a second. The, Olymp the Olympics are happening right now. I am not watching them. Here's why. 2020 was a shit show, okay? No. And then hearing the things on the news about the swim caps, no. About the people that are, no, no, nope. And I used to stand the Olympics. I don't know why. As a kid, for some reason, you love that shit, right? I love gymnastics. It's great. But no. Um, and I don't even want to go into all of why. Like, if you were here in the world last year and now, I'm sure you can figure it the fuck out. But yeah, no, I'm not watching the Olympics. But I have seen a couple of things on the news. And to that, all I can say is, um, you know, I can't even put it into words. I can't even put it into words. 
I am not going to win a trophy for y'all. That's all I'm going to say, okay? I am not going to stress me the fuck out to win a trophy for y'all. And this is what the fuck was happening in 2020 and 2021. Now, that's it. Go watch Athlete A. That started it, okay? Continuing on. And then, you know, I mean, even watch Icarus. That that those two movies, like, they're both on Netflix. Watch it. It's it'll fuck up your brain. And um they're documentaries on Netflix. I hope they're still on there. They should be. Shit. Make athlete A number one. I'll go watch it right the fuck now and I'll watch it again and I'll watch it from another account just to help bump it up into the algorithm of being trending right now, number one. Athlete A and Icarus. <laughs> It is a trip. Um, speaking of trips, oh, before I get to the speaking of trips, we'll get to it. We'll end on that because it's, uh, oh my God, no, I have three, I have, now I have four more things. Oh my God, okay. So, let's see, how do I want to touch on this one? Um, actually, no, I'm going to save this one for the next episode. You guys can come back to that when I record that one. Um, the next two things... Actually, I'm going to save those two things for the next episode as well, because this next one is going to take all of my time, I think. So we're going to go into it. We're going to go into it. And actually, I might be able to segue into one. And in the time that I talked about all of that, I could have probably hit all four. It's fine. So I watched Zola, the A24 film. Yes, if you are an A24 film fan, you already know that A24 is really good at triggering and talking about really uncomfortable topics and making it an artsy film. And the films are, I love them. I think they're beautiful. I think they talk about topics that people don't want to talk about um, because everybody likes things to be butterflies and rainbows all the time because it makes them comfortable, you know? And they don't have to worry about their soul because they go to church every Sunday or something or they pray or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're thinking. I don't know. That's my assumption. And what do you do when you make assumptions? You make an ass out of you and me. (laughs) I don't know. You ask one of those people why they do that. Why why you do that? Why you do that? But, um... (laughs) That accent, I don't even know what that accent is, but it's one of my favorites to do. And when I saw Zola, the homegirl in it has it. And it made me laugh because it's amazing. This movie is stressful, just like any A24 film is. Uh, I'm not going to give it away. I do a reaction video on my YouTube channel, Chocolumpia Lessons. You can watch it. I don't give away anything. There's no spoilers. If you don't know the movie, just really quick, without giving anything away, it's basically about this stripper who meets another stripper, and the second stripper uh, has, like, a gig that she says will make them a bunch of money, but they have to go to Florida to do this gig, and they're going to make a shit ton of money dancing, and it's going to be great. It'll be a fun girls trip and kekekek, right? And I'm sure if you know A24 films, you already know that that's not how it's going to go. But it's interesting to see. 
Um, I, I was really, I was glad that they got a girl who could actually dance and do, I don't know if she like already knew how to do the pole tricks or if she had to learn, but she looked amazing doing it. And um, there's so many funny parts because it's dark humor, right? My favorite. Wrapped into stressful parts, typical A24, and wrapped into just like pondering life thoughts. And the whole thing that I could get from it, the entire time I was watching it, I was thinking about you guys. I was thinking about the Chocolympia Lessons Tribe, the hashtag TCLLT. And I was like, oh my God, is this not the prime example of what the fuck I talk about all the time in that you have to be aware of who your friends are and not only that, but who their friends are and who they fuck with. Because essentially, who you fuck with is who they also fuck with. Does that make sense? It's like a trickle-down effect. So if your friend's boyfriend is an idiot, that's going to affect you somehow at some point. You know, that's why I'm very, very, very aware of going to things. I want to know who's going to be there. And people will sometimes be like, why do you need to know? Why you got to know who's going to be there? Why you got to, why don't you just come? Just come. I invited you. Bitch, I want to know because I want to decide if I want to go or not. And if so-and-so is going to be there and I don't like so-and-so or I know that so-and-so is faulty or I know that so-and-so's friend or boyfriend or husband or wife or whatever is faulty. No, I ain't going. I don't need to be there. And that is important, my friends. It's true. I don't know why that is like a hard thing for people to get. I guess you have to go through enough experiences to understand it. I, if you've listened to this podcast episode or from, oh my God. If you've, if you've listened to this podcast from the beginning, from the beginning, you know that that's important. It's important who you involve yourself with. And not even that, who they involve themselves with because that affects you, okay? Dude, so many examples, so many stories. Like, for real, for real. So anyways, um, homegirl, the white homegirl in the movie. I don't even know where she was from. Was she from Florida or were they both from Detroit? Maybe it's a Detroit accent. I don't know. I've never been to Detroit. Okay. Um, I think I've driven through it, but I don't, I've never like been in there. I've never been in there. So yeah, she has that accent. She's like, why he do that? Why he do that? Why he look like that? <laughs> it's like fucking, um, who's the ch- bad, baddie? Uh, what the fuck is her name? Um, the one who sings, is it bad baby? No, not her. Who's the one that sings, um, hi bitch, hi bitch, hi bitch. I can't, her, that song, both of those songs, the song from the beginning and then the song I'm talking about right now are on the hashtag TCLLT playlist. Oh yeah, Bad Baby. Okay. Yeah. This one. Uh, oh, this might be loud. Hold on. Let me turn it down so I'm blow out your ear, your ear holes. Your eardrums, okay. Shoot. Turn this down. What if I just started talking like that all the time now? I think I might. I'd be like, hi, welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? (laughs) 
Hold on. Oh my god, Ronnie. White J's, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. I do not sniff in the rolling. Nope. It do not drip when I pull it. Nope. I do not run, I reload it. Nope. I do not save it, I throw it. White J's, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. That's my favorite line. That fit looked like you got it from the kiosk. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's who she sounds like. And I, I have not stopped doing that accent since I watched the movie. <laughs> uh. Ah! Okay. So there's a few other points that I wanted to get to. Do I want to talk about it? Actually, you guys, I'm so indecisive. I'm so indecisive. You know what? We're going to go for it. I got time. I got time. It's actually saying I should cut this off, but I'm going to go, okay? Because I'm feeling ballsy. All right. I don't know what's going on in the world. Well, I do. Everybody's losing their minds. It's, I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it's because y'all were in the house, bored in the house, in the house bored or what, like you lost brain cells or what's going on, but I need everybody to fix it. Fix it! Uh, the other day, and I did this rant on TikTok and I shared it on Instagram where um, I talked about me being on my breaks and you know having to use the the regular ass bathroom the public bathroom and how there's always someone who blows it the fuck up for some reason and it's disgusting and it puts me in a bad mood on my break you know because I got to smell your insides and it's foul and it's like what the fuck are you eating first of all like get it together you know nutrition okay like shit is shit but there's a difference between like poor diet shit and healthy diet shit okay uh but so i've you know if you're not familiar with what i'm talking about that rant then you can go to my instagram chocolumpia or you can go to my tiktok chocolumpia you can follow and then like shit you know because support small creators anyways i went recently and this lady I don't know if someone was in the handicap stall or what was happening but she was in the end stall with the door open shitting because well at least I mean I'm assuming she was shitting because she's full-on sitting on the toilet and it smells like shit okay I'm sorry this is a warning (sighs) also if the foot thing didn't set your triggers off I apologize. Trigger warning. I said this whole podcast, okay? Trigger warning is fuck all the time. So she's sitting, shitting with the stroller. The kid is next to her, like running around the little area in the open stall that she's in. And I'm just trying to like get through the day. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't share this anywhere because I needed to share this on the podcast where I can be uncensored because this shit is like, I can't like the things that I see the things that I see you guys I can't make it up I really can't I don't know if it's just like something I've been blessed with by the universe to see and then I have to I have to share it so then I end up being a storyteller because I can't not share these stories that are hilarious 
or just crazy with people or not share them. I mean, I like I have to share them with someone so that someone else can also enjoy the insanity that I run into. And it's not that I'm insane or maybe I am. I don't know. But I see all of this shit that's crazy and I'm like, I have to share this. And also it's like if you, you know, people will be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're talking about anything. Don't be the lady shitting with the door open in a public bathroom with, (laughs) you know, listen, I get it. If there's no other space, then you got to do what you got to do. But I'm going to talk about it on my podcast. Okay. So she's (laughs) sitting on the toilet, shitting door open, door open. Okay. Because I guess, you know, obviously if the, I mean, I personally, this is just me. Personally, I would have waited for the handicap stall or I would have gone to another restroom where there was a bigger stall. Maybe she had explosive diarrhea. I don't know her life. You know, all I'm seeing is a lady shitting with the door open and the stroller like halfway in the middle, kind of blocking, kind of not. And just being like, I don't even know what to say. Okay. And then real quick, we'll just knock these stories out. Um, the other day, I'm, I'm at work and there's a dude walking down the street naked. I feel like I might have talked about this last episode. Did I talk about this guy? Anyway, he was having a good old time. I'm glad. I hope he was enjoying himself because I'm sure it really wasn't much fun a few minutes later when the cops came, you know? And I wasn't there for that. I don't know. But I'm assuming if you're walking down the street, butt-ass naked, no fucking shoes, no socks, not a fucking nothing. nothing. He had nothing on. Nothing was on him. And um, I don't know if he was on some kind of substance. I'm assuming he was. Or maybe he needed some. But yeah, it was middle of the day. Middle of the, you know, cute little boutique area slash neighborhood. Just all out. And it took me a second to realize what the fuck was going on. Um, And then... The other day, I'm driving to work, and I'm at a stoplight, and I see a lady who is changing. But, you know, normally when you change in your car, you know, if, you, if you've ever had to change in your car, like I grew up dancing, so there would always have to be, like, straight from school, you're going to dance class, or you have rehearsal, or you're going from this location, and you got to change in the car, put your costume on, or something. There was always changing in the car, which, you know... People are fucking weird-ass perverts, and it's gross because you're like a kid, but you have to just, like, cover as much as you can or change in the back seat or cover, you know, duck down and do whatever. This lady was standing outside of her car in the parking lot, outside of her car, shirt on, no bottoms, nothing on the bottom, absolutely nothing on the bottom, and looking for things in her car. Just ass crack out, you know, facing everybody on the street who's at the light, just, you know, Did I talk about this or not? I feel like it's been a minute since I recorded and I feel bad because if I did talk about this last episode, you're getting it again. But anyway, yeah, homegirl was just out, you know, and I don't fucking know. I don't know. Or maybe it was the TikTok, but I only briefly talked about it there. Um, Just be careful, (laughs) you guys. Take your meds if you need to or go get some or meditate or, you know, change your diet, get some sleep, whatever you need to do to take care of your mental health because shit's crazy out there and I am not making fun of it. I am saying whatever you need to do to handle it, you need to do that. And I'm asking nicely because I'm doing the work and it's a lot of work and I want other people to do the work 
and also collectively will benefit from that work. You know what I'm saying? Life credit, my babies. That's what I'm talking about. All right. I will talk to you guys soon. Stay safe. I love you. Bye.